The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of three, once divorced and now remarried to a much younger man, uncut and uncensored with Caroline Stanbury follows me as I live my life unapologetically and shows you that there is life after 40. I'm here to let you know that not only is there a life after divorce, but you have the power to make it your best one yet, just like I did. So buckle up and join me for the wild ride. Welcome back to Uncut and Uncensored with Caroline Stanbury. Well, I mean, hello. I am not disfigured. I am not elephant woman and you don't all need to hide your faces when I walk past. God bless the Daily Mail. So thank God I deleted the app ages ago because I don't read the news. But it was funny because we kept getting messages from everyone going, oh my God, I hope she's okay. Blame you for that, Sergio. Thank you, honey. And, you know, are you okay? Do you want to sue your doctor? No, that wasn't the point of the last episode. The last episode was Sergio being very, very dramatic, very Spanish, very everything. And, you know, just for me to say to you, it is not the walk in the park that I thought it was going to be. But so today, I I know many of you are looking at this out of interest. And I, I, you know, last one was hilarious and is exactly how I feel. And I deal with everything with humor. So I wanted to take you through, you know, not just Sergio's feelings, maybe. Sorry, honey, I know I'm Latina. So sometimes I'm very emotional. The last episode was very much about how Sergio felt and how it was for us as a couple and going through it. Now, when I said I looked like a car crash, I meant in the first three days. I don't feel like I look like a car crash right now. I'm feeling very happy and very positive with the results. So let me take you back and let's go through it. And my husband is going to zip his lips. And these are things that, you know, I think the first one just tells you like how hard it is for a man to go through because obviously he's not sedated. (laughs) He's never seen anything like this before. And, you know, I don't know, like my advice would always be, I think, to do this without your husband's. This is incredibly selfish, superficial journey because you didn't want me to have it. I agree with you. I think, you know, this is a journey in your own that you should maybe just, you know, be far from the people that you love. I wanted to do it with my girlfriend. My girlfriend was going to pick me up. He insisted. I am actually staying with one of my closest girlfriends and she has been amazing. And I could have done this alone with her and it wouldn't have been as dramatic because I did have to consider you in this. But just don't take it for granted as well. Just, you know, because I, I was... I was fully supportive and I, you know, I I devoted myself to you to help you. 100% you did, but you shouldn't have had to see it. So let me take you back. And I think, you know, this is a decision not because of being married to a young husband. Is it about being on TV? Maybe you notice a lot more on in 4K, I can assure you. Look, I have always been someone that since I was 26 years old, I've tried to improve myself in little ways, right? Over the years. So it's gradual. So you don't have this like, thing where you're suddenly really old. And that's what I was trying to say about my mom and his mom is not that they look dreadful. It's just that, you know, it's harder to do little tweaks. It becomes a thing. Is a facelift, a full facelift, a little tweak? No, it's probably not. Now I look back, but it is like childbirth. I am coming out the other side. In the grand scheme of things, were the first three days very difficult for me? Yes, they bloody were, but it's three days out of the rest of my, my life. 
right? A lot of people do this in their 70s. And I'm thinking, I don't think I, I mean, well, I know I don't want to do this again if I don't have to, but you know, I don't know how you do that older. I'm quite glad it's over and I've done it. My neck feels amazing. My skin feels amazing. I mean, not to mention I've let it breathe from makeup and I've let it breathe. Yeah. I think most of the people want to know the why, why you did it. When you look beautiful and you're a bit, you know, John still the why 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 a facelift why did I do it I never loved my eyelids but my eyelids wasn't one the but the eyelids is a very easy surgery everybody so if you want to do your eyelids do your eyelids and I think that just over the years I'm 47 I'm about to be 48 it's now or when I'm 55 right actually I felt like I'm young it's faster to recover my skin will heal better I'm completely healthy it wasn't that much to do and I didn't want to get to a stage where everything is hung and then I, it's a huge difference. I wanted you to all feel like it, I look fresh. Right now, when I said I look like a monster and all of those things, the swelling that anyone, if you've, if you've been in a fight or anything else or you're bruised, my, you know, it, it's natural. It's all temporary. Nothing is forever. And I'm now seeing my face within that face. You recognize me and like it now a lot. I, I have to say, you know, as you all know, I was very against it in the beginning. But, you know, seeing how she's coming out the other side is actually incredible. She looks so much younger. She looks very happy. And it's not about also the look. It's about how she feels. Because, you know, she really wanted to do this. And as much as I was against it, you know, I, I put myself into her, her position and, you know, it's about how she feels and she feels so much better now and she's going to be happier. And, you know, you're always standing in the mirror, aren't we? And just pulling our skin back a little bit and just going, oh, look, you know, you've lost a bit around your mouth and you kind of look a bit unhappy when you're talking and your the edges of your mouth goes down and you get these crinkles around your jawline. This will give me another 10 to 20 years of TV. TV and feeling good about myself. And, you know, I've seen... A lot of people on TV just aren't honest about what they've done and they've done it. And so you look at these women, you go, my God, they look spectacular. And how, why don't I look like that at that age? Well, that's why, because no one talks about it. I've just decided to take you on this journey with me, stupidly or not. I don't know, because, you know, frankly, the comments, I mean, the comments have been amazing, to be honest, but like it's the article that came out. I, I don't feel, I was very much, those are my words. Like I was making fun of myself. So tell them what happened, basically. After the first podcast that we did, you know, the a newspaper took every word saying and they that, just put it out there. Yeah, basically as if I wanted to sue my doctor. I do not want to sue my doctor. I love my doctor. He has been the most calming, amazing influence. Like I was saying how dramatic my husband was, and thank God, you know, my doctor was just, you know, cool as a cucumber. And and talking about the journey, do you think it was gonna be easier? Yeah, of course, because people don't talk about it. So let's go back and, you know, because as I said, a lot of women are like looking at me with interest because you're really, really considering it. Firstly, what would be my number one tip? I think if I went back and did it again, I wouldn't do it with my husband. Love you dearly. Thank you, honey. And if I did, I'd be in control of my own painkillers. But I also have to say, I think it's key for any, you know, women out there 
The first two to three days, stay in a facility. Stay in a facility where you have a nurse 24-7 and she can help you. And pain manage. Because I have friends that have done this and said that they didn't feel anything. And maybe that's just me because we he waited till six hours on the dot. And then he you know, wanted to give me one pill first and then the second one. That's what you want to see, honey. And the pain is not due to the surgery as much as it is to the swelling. The swelling of your face... Obviously, the skin stretching and all of these things that, you know, that is unnatural to begin with because your skin goes through trauma and you want it to go through trauma because it builds its own collagen back. You know, the eyelids didn't bother me, as I said. It was more the when taking the stitches out. I think, you know, the idea of it upset me more than the actual process. So it's so scary, obviously, because if anyone's ever had an operation, mostly you're asleep and all of these things and you don't really know or you sedate yourself. And, you know, my husband is an athlete. He doesn't like me to take all these things that maybe I would have on my own. And so you're very much aware of someone pulling out a stitch from your eyelid, but actually it's not painful. What was the most scary part? So I think, you know, waking up and seeing yourself obviously completely swollen. Your head does look like a very odd shape. You do look like a football and you don't recognize yourself. And then you go through the stage of going, well, I was so pretty before. What have I done? Am I ever going to come back? And you're black and blue and you're in, but I was prepared for that because I had a girlfriend who'd just been through it, who very kindly walked me through it. So, you know, instead of the panic, which I think your friends do when they go, my God, you know, obviously I don't, when I said, you know, you're, the alien face, I said, okay, the alien face comes, I tried to explain from a compression garment that's job, the whole job is to, to squeeze your neck and push the blood up so that you have this, the blood sort of correlates under your eyes and you have this very weird shaped face. But as soon as you take off the bandage, it comes back down and you do go back. I am now week two. So I'm almost, I think today is day 14 and it's incredible. 13 actually. 13. And it's absolutely incredible, the body, because now I am beginning to look like a very, very good, refreshed version of myself. I went out with friends yesterday and they couldn't believe it. My eyes, everything. And I think because we had dramatized it so much and I don't want to put you off because I really don't. Because if it's something that you want for yourself, I believe, you know, go and improve yourself, make yourself feel good, make yourself feel good, as good as you want for as long as you want. Don't get disheartened. Don't see people that aren't positive. Do know that the pain is subjective. You know, it does go with two painkillers. My husband was trying to do it with one and my antibiotics. I was following doctors. No, he said advice. one to two for the last three days. Yes, Darling, and you please took let me speak. Eight. On, okay. Please. No, it wasn't eight. I took every six hours, he said two. And you were giving me every six hours one. The antibiotics do not count as a painkiller. And he adds up it all in your head. And I understand why, but it's not, it's not the same. Two every six hours is not eight at once. It's, it, it is what is written and prescribable on a bottle. And I would suggest to anybody to do it as prescribed on a bottle, not as you, who's not in my face, feels. You know, it's three days, take as many as you like. That's why we're going to always differ on this. I should have had two every two Tylenol, they're Tylenol, not codeine or, you know, these things that people die from. It's a pres not even prescription. 
This is over the counter in a pharmacy. Anyway, I think if I'd had all of that and taken, because it takes an hour to kick in, that's my, my thing to tell people, take it an hour before, wait for it to kick in. So if it says five, six hours, maybe do it on the fifth hour. It's completely doable. It really is. It's, it's just a shock to your system. It's a shock for your friends and family. So I'm a public person. So obviously my friends knew I was going to do it. You know, everyone wanted to see. And you send your pictures out and you know you're not going to get like, oh, you look amazing. Of course I don't look amazing. I think it's a very, very personal, personal journey that you're on. Obviously you, at the beginning, because it's a, the three days seem like the longest three days of your life. Now I'm on day 13. It's actually, frankly, amazing. Amazing. My girlfriend's like, do you under, she watched the video that we made for Instagram today and, and cried. And she goes, what a journey we've been on because you forget it really is like childbirth. And I've heard that, you know, different surgeons, different experiences, different ways that they do it. My surgeon does the under and over. So yes, he goes through the front, but he goes through the front. Let me just show you on your ear to the hard cartilage bit. And then he goes behind the hard cartilage and back to the front and down into the hairline, into the hairline at the back of your head. So it's actually really clever. It's harder to go around the cartilage inside the ear. So it's out the front by the earlobe and inside the ear in the cartilage and back out the front at the top. So it takes a little bit longer and it's harder to do but it means that your scars are tr really hidden within the earlobe. It's actually amazing. Like he's a, an artist, pure artist. Like the way he was explaining how, you know, what he did is incredible. He actually told me he's one of the largest surgeons in America for doing Asian and Chinese skin and eyes. And I'd already read and understood that I knew that Asian and Chinese skin is one of the hardest to do. Don't ask me why, but I know that. So I knew he was very talented. And I chose mine for my results and for the, how natural he does things. But again, I don't want you sitting here and choosing my doctor because I'm sat here like this. I'm not going to be responsible for your facelifts. That's for sure. I want each of you to go out there and research and feel comfortable with whoever you feel comfortable with. I have a very good feeling. I followed my gut and I followed my girlfriend. Rightly or wrongly, very, very happy myself. Now I am moving. I am, my eyes look amazing. That has taken like 10 years off me. I mean, I have to say, she looks, you know, I think being realistic, you look like 37 or 35, which is amazing. It's 10 years younger. Do you think, because sometimes I do feel like, obviously I'm still moving my body and obviously people, you know, this takes between six months to a year, all your nerve endings. I mean, I don't know if any of you've had a C-section out there, but remember when you cut through your stomach and then your nerve endings come back, it's this tingling feeling. Well, I've got that in my head, obviously. And I want you to know, by the way, the facelift is not the most painful surgery. They told me that tummy, actually right? the tummy tuck is worse than the facelift. So, and I did a face lift and neck lift. There are many facelifts. There are facelifts without incisions. I did nothing to my brow. I did that on purpose because I do feel for me, a lot of people that have brow lifts or this cat eye thing, it can go a little bit too crazy for me. Again, I liked who I was. I like who I am. 
I do feel very 13 days on. I do feel like I still look a bit strange, but I can get away with it. Nobody's noticed yet with my hair down that it's still very tight here, but it will settle. My face has to settle and you don't want to rush this. I mean, if you think about it, it's been only 13 days and she's able to be back to do a normal life, which is incredible, to be honest. And, you know, do you feel like looking at me as a man now that I look odd? You don't look odd. You don't look the same as before, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You look younger. You know, everything is a bit, you know, pulled back. You know, it's just a bit different shape. But the the basics of your face are, you know, absolutely how they used to be. It's just, you know, the skin that you used to have loose in your neck, you know, just down here around the mouth, your lips, you know, that is gone. You don't have that. And I think in another, hopefully, you know, two weeks, three weeks, these will be a bit less this bruised. Oh, yeah. I'm it will very, settle. The funny thing is the most bruising I have is under my eyes, which I did not do anything under my eyes. Everyone keeps asking me. I didn't touch under eye either. I didn't really have lines there. I had done filler before years ago. So that wasn't a problem. I tried to just do the bits that really bothered me. You know, I didn't want to come out a new human. Because I really um, thought you were going to have bruise around your neck and, you know, below your ear. But in reality, nothing. My neck nothing. was a weird shape. It's gone down a lot. I'm taking Arnica. My surgeon, and follow your surgeon because every surgeon is different. My surgeon specifically asked me not to do extra oxygen. He asked me not to do the yellow light, and which I haven't got my head around yet. I don't understand why, but he said... I my skin has absolutely no problem healing. He said that it's healing beautifully on its own and it doesn't need it. And sometimes when you try and speed something up and overstimulate it, it can have the opposite effect. That's his opinion. Don't know. Don't want to give you, you know, advice. I, you know, I believe, and that is one thing I've learned from being here in LA, surrounded by doctors and every single doctor here knows me for a very long time. And I've had a lot of friends in the business and I've been in the business a long time. So everyone's got an opinion about my recovery. I've learned to follow blindly your own surgeon. If, if you chose him and you've committed to him, Just stick to it, stick to it. When everyone's been offering me the yellow light and the, you know, the things to help my scars, I'm like, nope, nope, not doing it, not doing anything. I was surprised actually, because Caroline really follow her gut. She really liked the job that, you know, the doctor did in one of her very good girlfriends and she stick to it. And I, you know, she didn't listen to anyone. She really had it on her mind. And look, the result is absolutely amazing. We're going to Thanksgiving today. And so it was the first day I really got to, I went to a hairdresser and had someone blow dry my hair, which has been great. I feel like I really see the end of the tunnel now. And all my girlfriends, because we posted today, everyone has reached out to me and said that I'm looking amazing. And I promise you, it's only going to get better from here. You know, the dramatics of the way he felt day one and I felt day one and day two. I, it, it, I'm sorry. It's like anything, you know, I, I, you know, I hope I didn't do my surgeon a disjustice because I came out looking exactly how I knew I was going to look. And he it has been wonderful. Like super supportive, even with me, talking to me, you know, every day recommending things. Like he's been incredible, you know. Yeah. And maybe um, it was a bit shocking for me because it's a new thing, but she looks amazing. Yeah. And again, this is just the beginning. It really is. And that's what's so wonderful about a facelift is it's a journey. It's a journey. And so what would I say to you? Don't listen to too many people. 
as again, follow your gut, do your own research, and don't worry. The way you feel day one and day two is temporary. Day three and day four, you know, by the day five, it's all behind you. You're coming down. Actually, that's one of the most beautiful things about the journey, I think, how it changed with a massive difference from one day to another one. Yes. You wake up every day and you see something else. It's like, oh my God. God, look. And in the things, you notice things on your face I didn't notice before. You know, I can take off. So the, the first three weeks or two weeks, they really want you to wear that bandage as much as possible. And I've really done it. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I've learned to sleep on my back. Didn't think I'd be able to do that either, which is great because they always say it's better to sleep on your back than the side of your face regardless. I definitely appreciate my husband a lot more, even though I'm, you know, snappy at him. He's been wonderful. I, I wouldn't have traded this experience with him for anything other than the first three days. I think that that, you know, maybe if he'd been able to visit me and not have be my 100% carer. But without me, you could have not done it the first three days. No bloody way. You couldn't do anything. No, no, you could, you can't. That's why you either need a nurse or your husband, 100%. But, you know, let me just put it in perspective. This is no different, no worse than doing your boobs. Actually, people are saying that's yeah. even worse. Yeah, because un I did under the muscle. It really isn't. You have to be just as careful. With your boobs, you can hide it and the bruising and the swelling and all of this. So I think actually it's a very good term. This is no worse than having your boobs done, ladies. And how many of you out there have done that? 100%. It's just the face. It's a bit... You know, it's different. scarier because you go through this phase of going, will I ever be me again? Oh my God, what have I done? You know, and so I suggest you find very supportive friends then and people that know or have be done it before. I was able to call people that had done it before. Tamara, you were amazing. Teddy, you were amazing. These are all my friends on Housewives that have done it and they've been very open with doing it. They actually told me they didn't feel any pain at the beginning. And I don't know whether that's because they took more drugs than I did. Possibly. No, maybe they were in a facility. Possibly. No, 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 they didn't. No. No. I think Teddy only did under her chin, actually, if I think about it. I did a lot more. But they were really, really helpful just because when you do have a little bit of a low and you will have a little bit of a low, of course you will, because the four, first four days seem like the longest days of your life, obviously. But as long as you can sleep and you read a book or just, you know, whatever, the, the upside is you lose a bit of weight. I feel like I'm going to go back to Dubai, a new human. I'm very happy that I was in Los Angeles and I've been here with friends. My kids didn't see it. My kids haven't seen any of this. They're very supportive. I have a very loving, supportive family. I have very loving, supporting, supportive friends. And, you know, This is, this is about me, as I've always maintained. No one else. No one else. My dad just texts me like, why would you do this, darling? As if, you know, and it's for me, dad, for me, not for you. You know, life is different. I'm looking at pictures of people who look amazing in their 70s and 80s. I can go on and, and, and work and, you know, not feel, a lot of women say they don't feel seen in their 50s you know, that people don't see them anymore. And I don't want that. I'm, I intend to be seen by everyone for quite a long time. And my husband finds me very sexy, regardless of anything. I think that's my personality more than anything. Yeah. I mean, kind of, I mean, I fell in love with your soul. So it's just not about the looks for me. 
you look amazing. And, you know, I'm very pleased and, and grateful that you look so much younger, to be honest, because, you know, it's, it's great for me. It was just hard to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But as I said before, it's amazing how from one day to another, the, the changes are so brutal that you just look completely different. And then, you know, for, in the day four, you're actually back to be a normal human. And it's amazing how the body heals so fast. Yeah, it's so fast. Look at me. I had a full facelift. I mean, we're talking, I had a full facelift and my eyes done 13 days ago. Nothing. No, they literally open everything all around here. He's got both the sides. He's actually got the pictures in the video. I had the pictures. And actually, I mean, I'm proud of myself because I was never be able to see that before. And I don't know, it's just somehow like I'm able to see it and I was watching it, you know, like face to face and it was just incredible. He's been wonderful. I can't tell you what to do. I can tell you that I am taking you on the rest of this journey. I just wanted to do this and tell all of you out there that it is no different than anything else. I was probably a baby or am a baby. I think it's panic. There's a little bit of being overwhelmed you know, you're, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not in my own home. Yeah. I'm not in my, you know, I don't have my things around me. My girlfriend was incredible. But also I have to say, I think it was just accumulation of things. We were traveling for three weeks before yes. we went to BravoCon. It was just it was so an intense. Experience. And let me tell you, honey, we went in New York and we landed here at 2 a.m. in the house. At 5 a.m., we woke up, go to the doctor, and 5.30 you were inside having the surgery. So it was crazy. Once you get to the part where they take out your stitches, you've really turned a corner. 100%. Yeah. You really turn a corner and, and there's no looking back because every single day, as I said, I look better and better. So much better. I mean, and even mentally, I think it was just a huge release for you. Like, you know, everything just becomes a bit normal. You feel better. Like, I see you smiling now. I see you like taking a shower. I see you looking pretty. You are like jumping around. And for me, I have to say that's priceless. That's, you know, no matter how, like how much your wife goes through, like if you love someone, seeing her that happy for me is everything. Yeah, there are things like I've got to wait six weeks now to dye my hair. That's difficult because you know I like I like to keep myself looking like that. So I'll just wear a hat, or I've got that. You can get root spray. So that's my tip: root spray. I use a little bit of tinted moisturizer, sort of just to take the edge off my glowing whiteness, but it's actually been quite nice to give my skin a break. I came right off the back of BravoCon with three spray tans on top of each other. So my skin's probably the best it's ever been. Literally, it is as soft as a baby's bottom. You're like a baby, I have to say. Like, it's crazy. Like, you used to have like little wrinkles in your hand, like everywhere, boom. Like, that moisturizer is heaven. Oh, copper peptides. I'll tell you about that another day. I've started copper peptides and my skin is another level. It's like an ice skating rink. It's so perfect, but that's, yeah, the hormones that I've been, I've, I've found out here. I, I will um, take you all through that. So I've, I've got spray in my hair. Everything is doable. Everything is overcomable. And, you know, as I said, it's only going to get better from here. That's what's so exciting. We're just at the beginning. Imagine how good I'm going to look in six months. It's actually crazy. If you think about it, two weeks and see what she is now. Like, and now slowly, every week is going to be like a new, better version of Caroline. I mean, it's actually crazy. I cannot even think about how you're going to be in two months. Imagine when I can turn to the right and left without moving my whole body. That's yeah, it's like hilarious. a robot. It's like, 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all your nerves are coming back. The most important thing is that um, you remember that just there's no nerve damage and things like that, which I do not have any of that. I can move my face, my mouth. Everything is perfect. That is the sign of a good surgeon. That is when you know you're in good hands. And also, the as neatness well, of the, the stitches. Ear. Yeah, the neatness. Oh, my goodness. And again, that was something I really looked at with my girlfriends. And she showed me, and she didn't have to, in daylight, and how happy she was. And it takes, you know, again, I, I would be very nervous to say, you know, to anybody, this is like, you do you, boo. You know, you're all adults. You go look up whoever you want to look up. But what I will say is that, you know, my girlfriend really recommended her surgeon to me. And I knew that you, you don't do that unless you feel very comfortable. And that was enough. I mean, you, you know, look, every person is an individual. Nothing will be what I went through may be different for you. The only thing that I did realize is the pictures of what she went through day by day and the swelling. And I did Google a lot as well. You can really tell if you, you can really... It is a journey for everyone. So the swelling and the, how round your face is, may you may look a little bit different to your friend, but it, everybody I've spoken to, and thank you so much for so many of you reaching out to make me feel better, to tell me that, you know, when the first lot of stitches come out, it's, it's, it's great, it's relief. But when the second lot come out, it's a whole new corner. You've turned the worst of it. All of these things really helped me, which is why I wanted to pass it on to you so that, you know, you guys can understand that, this is a marathon and it's not a race. You do not want to rush your recovery. You want to relax. Use this time to really reflect and have time on your own. I had no makeup. You have no hair. You have no nails. And it's kind of nice because, you know, I'm someone that gets pulled from pillar to post all the time. I'm always in hair, makeup, something like that because I have to do it and I have to be somewhere. I had nowhere to be nothing to do and no one to see. I didn't see half my friends that I thought I was going to see in LA. I didn't go to any dinners because by the time I got to eight, uh, seven o'clock or six o'clock, I was tired. I did not push myself to see people or to go out. Thank the Lord, because normally every time we come to LA, it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And it's been really nice. I'm not doing any exercise but I will go back, you know, I'm going to go back to light exercise, Pilates, things like this, but they say three to four weeks. So I'm only, you know, as I said, 13 days, not even two weeks yet. And that's it really. I, you know, will show you how it progresses and how it gets better. It's not perfect yet, but it will be. And it's, as I said, it's only going to get better and better and better. And, you know, once the bruising has gone, you're all going to see how I look. And I'm feeling very positive. And I think positive mental attitudes, positive people is the most important thing you can possibly have around you when you decide to do something like this. Don't let anyone talk you into something. Don't let anyone talk you out of something. I think this is a personal, very personal journey. And I think it's kind of like when you start dating someone or you invest in something. At the end, listen, you can hear from so many people, so many opinions, but at the end of the day, it's you yourself. And, you know, as... You know, Caroline was doing it like she would just stick to who she wanted or what she wanted. And I was just here only supporting and look at her like she's super happy. So it's a very personal journey, right? Yes. And as they always say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. So choose inner peace. And this journey in our, you know, 40s and 50s as a woman is a very complex one because 40 is really the new 30 today. 
And, you know, we're living longer. We're doing things longer. We're not retiring in our 50s anymore or 60s, really. People stay working. I intend to work until they throw me out. And it's a very exciting time to be a woman and to have the options that we have. So if you decide to take this journey, congratulations on the new you because it's just getting started. That's beautiful, actually. Thank you for listening to another episode of Uncut and Uncensored with Caroline Stanbury. Thank you for listening. You can catch my new episode of my podcast every Wednesday. Please don't forget to follow so you don't miss any of the action. I want to hear from you, so leave me a rating and a review. Follow us on social for all the behind-scenes action and more information at Uncut and Uncensored by Caroline. See you next week.